In the last episode, I shared about the miraculous health journey that I had about 15, 20 years ago. I was struggling so much and God healed me, but he told me that I was going to participate in that healing through new good habits. Well, in this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing the Family Disciple Me board chairman, Jeff Harris. He has an even more incredible story, actually a couple of stories, about some things that God has done in his life that have miraculously affected his health. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and I'm really excited about this destination series as we talk about bad habits or good health. So I'm going to cue the intro and then we'll be right back to talk about this very thing. In a world filled with a lot of talk, the Family Disciple Me ministry encourages intentional, meaningful, biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. In these drastically changing times, Join us as we discuss the eternal truths of God's Word and relevant topics, as well as how to engage the next generation about these. It's true, discipleship starts with a conversation. So let's jump into a conversation starter right now. Jeff, it's good to have you with us on the Family Disciple Me podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Tasha, for having me. I want to dive right into your story because it's incredible, and there's so many layers here, so I want us to have time to talk about the different elements. In this discipleship conversation, we continue to focus on 3 John 1-2, where the Apostle John wrote to his friend Gaius, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you, and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. And Jeff, honestly, this verse is so encouraging to me because it reminds me that God doesn't just care about our eternal journey. He cares about our physical lives now. Uwadawa, may you have a successful journey. Well, with that in mind, I wanted to ask you about what God has done in your life, in your health, that has helped you have a more successful journey of health over the years. Will you start with that wart story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So back in 1997, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I developed extreme case of warts on my hand that lasted for, on both hands for lasted for about three years. It was so bad that I would wear gloves. I went to multiple doctors. There was no healingness. Uh, meanwhile, I was um, I was trying to strengthen my faith, and um, and for years I, I you know I had some lows and. I just kept coming back, um, kept coming back to church and seeking God. And one night, I I had just just about given up with my hands and the deformities um, on it. I mean, I was at wit's end, and I just had this this drive to to go to church randomly on a Wednesday night. I went to church, I gave my life to Christ, and I asked to please rid my hands of these warts. And the next day, my warts were gone. And my hands were completely healed. And I've never forgotten that. And that taught me that, you know, our God can perform miraculous healing. And um, and it took three years. There's so much to the story of me really leaning into my faith uh, and, and to come and to do that publicly uh, to recognize Christ. And it, it really changed my, my faith and my belief. What an amazing story that when you finally gave your life to Christ, he did that 
not just miracle of healing of your soul, but the instantaneous miracle of healing your body. What a gift. Yes, yes, such a gift, such a gift. And every time I, I look at my hands all the time, people will see me look at them and because it reminds me, you know, the hands are the artists of the soul. And I look at that, it's like it rid it, 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 it took this dis-ease away from me um, and, and healed me because I had so many other things going on in my life. And those words were a reflection of the trials that I, were, I was going through during that time. Well, fast forward many years. I don't know exactly how many years it was. You'll have to do the math there. I seem to recall that it was Christmas Eve 2018, and I got a text from your wife, Miriam, saying, Jeff is in the hospital. Or maybe it was Christmas Day. I got the text. She said, pray. He is in serious, serious health right now. That began or at least became the introduction to the severest points of something that you battled. Would you tell us about that story? Yes, yes, yes. So it was about 20 years, actually, after (laughs) after my warts disappeared. I ended up in the hospital with aspiration pneumonia and was diagnosed with a rare disease called esophageal achalasia, which prevents peristalsis and creates a severe stricture in the lower esophagus. So it basically prevents you from eating solid food. And in my case, my esophagus had become compacted and fluids were draining into my lungs and killing me. In 24 more hours, I would have probably been dead uh, and if I hadn't sought medical attention when I had. That was miracle number two right there, that you didn't die before you made it to the emergency room that Christmas day. So, so true. Yeah, the doctors were um, were actually shocked that I pulled through in my, my condition with the state that my lungs were in. Uh, so that was miracle number two. And so from there, though, the story continued. We finished 2018. You were in the hospital. And tell us about what happened next. So what happened next, succinctly, is uh, I endured an entire year of living on liquid nutrition and sleeping in a chair while battling health insurance, fighting health insurance to cover a procedure that would enable me to eat food again. And during that time, um, I really leaned in my faith. Uh, I, I, I believed in miraculous healing. I prayed about it every day. I had so many prayer warriors praying over me. I looked at that, that time. I never knew when I would eat food again because I was battling health insurance. And it was 365 days until I did eat food again. Uh, but during that time, I started my every morning with a gratitude walk just to be thankful to be in the fight and to spend time with God. It was my gratitude and prayer walk. And it really strengthened my faith because, uh, you know, it's easy to be faithful when everything's going great in your life. But when it's not, when when the tires come off, you know, that's the real test. And I looked at several verses repeatedly when I was going through that. Number one was I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which I repeated to myself all day, every day, because I was so weak uh, and, and so malnourished. And the other thing that I would always go back to is if you are obedient, you will eat the good things of this of this land. And to me, that was it was a test to strengthen my faith in the Lord. And once I could grow to become the person I am now, the door would open and I would sit down and break bread with my family again. And I looked at it as an opportunity. It's just like, okay, I've, I've gone through this trial so long now. What else do I have to do? But it's in God's time. And to me, it was, it was a true test and it helped me to form really positive habits about health. I've always been pretty healthy. Uh, but, 
and this disease, nobody knows what causes it. I just, you know, that's the card I was dealt, the hand I was dealt, and I wouldn't trade it for the world because I've I've learned so much and grown so much from it, and I've never been healthier or more fit in my entire life. And I wouldn't say that just physically, but also spiritually, uh, because it was um, it was a synergistic approach to how I endured that crucible, and the habits that I, I formed during that time. I learned so much. It's you know, it's like the choices we make in our lives are like votes for the person that we want to become. And so every day with every choice, every piece of food that you pick up, you know, whether you exercise, when you pick up your Bible, it's like that is a choice. That's a vote for who you are striving to become in the future. And so do your your future you a favor and make those right choices today. Jeff, that's so great. And I love talking to you about this because I watched you and Miriam and the kids walk through that year. Like, we could talk for the next hour about how excruciating it was every single day. And then all the way down to the end of the line, as you were in the hospital, basically, you couldn't even have water in those final days. And you had not one, but two doctors walk in and tell you just to give up and accept it and be hooked up to IVs and just live that way the rest of your life. Talk to me about that moment and your faith and your willpower and the good habits you were forming and just how you made the decision to continue to press in even when experts were telling you to give up. Yeah. So when I we did get surgery approved, I endured 40 days of living on clear liquids which was essentially apple juice and Pedialyte, which was also taken away. Uh, and I had to go through three different surgeries because the state of my esophagus was so, so bad. And we didn't know it was going to happen at that time. But 40 days was very significant for me uh, when I finally came through. And towards the end for the final surgery, I had to go what's called NPO, no liquids, no water via mouth. And so I was hooked up to an IV, uh, not a feeding tube, just an IV to stay hydrated for a week in the hospital. Uh, and I had... I actually had three different doctors approach mm-hmm. me who pleaded with me just to live life on a feeding tube and to, you know, end myself of this misery and the suffering that I was going through. And to me, it was like this test of of my faith. And I just looked at them like, what are you talking about? I didn't come this far to come this far. I was, you know, it's like I, I, I have 100% confidence and faith that this surgery is going to work and we're going to go through it. I think we leaned into our faith ever, ever so harder during, during those 40 days. Cause we had to, it's a, you know, there was nothing else really keeping me alive and fueling me on my day to day, except for my, my time with God. And, um, meanwhile, I was leading a international organization as a CEO during that entire time. And what I learned though, is when you, when you focus on serving others, it takes your mind away from your own suffering and what you're going through. And and it gives you a higher purpose, a higher calling. Uh, and, and that really helped me to stay focused as well. Uh, so yeah, I would say lead me not into temptation, which is what, you know, it was trying to, I was trying to be led into uh, the easy way out and there was just no way. I was like, it's not going to happen because I want to give this disease a voice and, and show other people that, you know, that you're, that with good habits and faith that you can overcome the toughest of all obstacles. And that crucible, you know, it was the toughest obstacle I've ever been through in my life. And um, I wouldn't change it for for anything in the world because it's definitely changed who I am as a person and it has strengthened my faith. It is unshakable. Amen. 
I love this part of your story. It inspires me. It inspired me in the midst of you going through this, but it continues to inspire me. Jeff, you experienced both an outright miraculous healing with your warts story, but then with the Achalasia, you experienced a miraculous healing that, as I hear your story, you did in partnership with the Lord. You changed habits. You tweaked habits. I hear you talk a lot about your nutrition and your exercise and the balance of things in your life. I wonder if you have just a final word that you would encourage us with for our listeners as they continue to incorporate good habits toward good health in their own lives and then speak those into the next generation of those who are entrusted to them. Yes. You know, I firmly believe we are a product of our choices. And no matter what you're going through, lean into your faith and lean into it even harder. And that was my mantra during that entire crucible was, you know what? I'm not leaning into my faith hard enough. No matter how hard I pray, I was like, I have to pray harder. It's like I have to, you know, find the best nutrition possible and get it into liquid form and and um, in order to keep my, you know, keep my nutrition at a level where I could function. And I think um, when it comes to habits, you know, it, it's not easy. And, you know, I think the latest studies say it takes like over 60 days, 66 days to form a new habit. Well, whenever I, I went through my, my year, I had 365 days and I didn't know, uh, but that's actually what it took because if I had endured that crucible for just a short amount of time and had a surgery, I would have went back to some really terrible habits that I thought were probably pretty good for my health and fitness. And it wouldn't have strengthened my faith like it did. And so it took 365 days for me to form the habits that I do now. And my thing with habits is you have to let go of the end game. You have to stay focused on the process and you literally have to fall in love with the methodically boring. Uh, and it's one day at a time, you know, it's one meal at a time. It's uh, it's one choice at a time. Every vote counts. And if you put enough good votes together, you will change, you know, the direction of your life and who you are. Amen. That's a lot of good stuff right there. Jeff, thank you so much for sharing this part of your story with us. I am sure that I will be calling you back onto the podcast because there's also so many character traits that you can talk about that just became even deeper and stronger in you in that season. For our listeners, I want to say that I'm going to put a link to Jeff's bio in the show notes. He shares about his story. He's done different podcasts, different videos about this. So I'm going to put a link in the resources so that you can find out more about him. I know it's super important to Jeff to raise awareness about Achalasia. It's not just an old geriatric disease. It does strike young people. Jeff sees himself as an Achalasia warrior in addition to a leader in so many different ways. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Tasha. God bless you. Friend, we pray, Jeff and I both pray, that all may go well with you. You Ottawa, that you may journey successfully, that you may journey well, not just in your soul, but in your body, in good health, and not just for your own good, but for the glory of God and for the health and the good of those entrusted to you. Go with God, friend. Until next time, may he bless you.